Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code RADIO20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival. Welcome to the Bloomberg Law Podcast. I'm June Grosso. Every day we bring you insight and analysis into the most important legal news of the day. You can find more episodes of the Bloomberg Law Podcast on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, and on Bloomberg.com slash podcasts. The video went viral last month. A 16-year-old student wearing a MAGA hat while facing down a Native American elder at the Lincoln Memorial. Now that student, Nick Sandman, is suing the Washington Post for the way it covered the encounter. Joining me is Eugene Volk, professor at UCLA Law School and founder of the popular blog, The Volk Conspiracy. Let's talk about the complaint here, which has some conspiracy theories, among other allegations. Tell us a little bit about it. Well, um, so the uh, plaintiff is suing, claiming that the Washington Post uh, misreported what was going on in a way that damaged his reputation. And uh, he uh, points to a whole bunch of different things that he says the Post uh, incorrectly said. So, for example, he says that the Post talked about uh, how uh, he and his fellow students were supposedly swarming Nathan Phillips, the American Indian activist, uh, supposedly blocking his exit and the like. The difficulty is that a considerable number of things that are alleged in the complaint are likely going to be seen as matters of opinion. So, for example, swarm, you know, that's a that's a evaluative judgment, uh, whether somebody is swarming someone or go, coming up to someone or just being around someone in a large group. Uh, that's something that is generally going to be seen as a matter of opinion. Uh, likewise, there is a claim that the uh, Washington Post article suggested that uh, Sandman's behavior, quote, violated the fundamental standards of his religious community and violated the policies of his school such that he should be expelled, close quote. Even to the extent that that article might have conveyed that message, that is also pretty clearly a matter of opinion, what violates fundamental standards of a religious community and certainly for what somebody should be expelled. Those are judgments of opinion. Also, some of the other things seem to be not about him as such. They seem to be claims of that is to say the things that he's saying are false that were reported by the Post, seem to be claims uh, about um, uh, what other people were saying. So, for example, there was a claim that some people chanted, build the wall. But I don't think that they ever said that he chanted that. And under libel law, you need to show that there were false statements made of and concerning you. Is there any indication in the lawsuit, because this was on all the cable networks and it was in every publication you can think of, why are they singling out the Post? Well, uh, they certainly have said that they would be suing others as well. They're entitled to sue the Post as well as others, or they, if they want to, for whatever reason, choose to sue only the Post. They could. I do think, though, that there might be difficulty showing that the Post article is what caused him any specific item of damages that he can point to. But in principle, they could sue anybody who has written about them, and it sounds like they would be. Uh, There are a few allegations uh, that do point to possible factual assertions. So, for For example, the Washington Post did say that Phillips said that Sandman, quote, just blocked my way and wouldn't allow me to retreat, close quote. 
That sounds like that might be an allegation of some factual misconduct, not just an evaluative judgment, but a claim that, look, this person was essentially making it impossible for me to escape. Are they Uh, trying to hold the Post to a difficult reporting standard here? So the plaintiff uh, would be viewed as a private figure, unlike a public official, unlike somebody really famous. But the statements are on a matter of public concern. And the legal rule there is kind of interestingly split. If a private figure is suing on a matter of public concern, then if he can show proven compensatory damages, he lost some scholarship, he lost a job, maybe even some people, some friends stopped talking to him. Then, in that case, he needs merely to show that the Washington Post was negligent in its coverage. But if he wants to get punitive damages, which he does, or so-called presumed damages, which are compensatory damages but without any specific proof of any specific injury to reputation, but just based on common sense that certain statements might lead to reputational injury, then he has to show that the uh, Washington Post actually knew the statements were false or at least were likely false. That would be an especially hard standard for him to meet. Well, would he also qualify as a limited-purpose public figure? No, I don't think so. Limited-purpose public figures are generally people who deliberately get themselves involved in some high-profile debates. So if he deliberately went on television to speak out about his views about whatever, I'm not sure actually what his views are on various subjects, then he would be a limited-purpose public figure. Merely showing up at, in this case, a pro-life rally is not enough to make someone a uh, limited-purpose public figure. So is this an uphill legal battle? Yes, I think very much so. I think uh, many of the statements are going to be found not to be factual assertions about Sandman. And uh, as to the few seemingly factual assertions, I think the Post will have a good argument that either it was reasonable in its investigation or at the very least didn't know the statements were false and would at most have to pay these proven compensatory damages. And I'm not sure that Sandman can prove any specific compensatory damages the way, say, an adult who was fired from a job because of an allegation might be able to prove. Thanks so much, Eugene. That's Eugene Volokh, professor at UCLA Law School, and you could check out his blog, The Bollock Conspiracy. Thanks for listening to the Bloomberg Law Podcast. You can subscribe and listen to the show on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, and on Bloomberg.com slash podcast. I'm June Grosso. This is Bloomberg. What could you do if your data was working for you and not against you? With Bloomberg delivering enterprise data directly to your systems, you get easy access to the details you want, optimized for higher level analysis, and financial data experts committed to helping you maximize your every move. Our data is made for more, so you can show the world what you're made of. Visit Bloomberg.com enterprise data to learn more.